0: Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Today's topic is going to be all about mindfulness. So we've mentioned it in a whole bunch of other episodes like being present and meditation. But today we're really going to solely focus on mindfulness Let's have a look at what it actually is, what are some of the benefits, why am I even talking about it today, why am I encouraging you to really consider it, and really look at some of the practices that you can leave here today and be able to incorporate and practice on your own. Basically, mindfulness can be seen as a meditation practice, really. or some people, it's just a goal for day-to-day life, really trying to be present Fully being in this moment. So it's a practice of truly being conscious, choosing to be present. And it sounds so simple, choosing to be present as I say that. And I realize and I understand how hard it actually is to practice. So it's really about being in the moment right now without judgment, without focusing on things, you know, in the past or maybe some things in the future, really choosing to be in this moment and now this moment, you know, really seeing, being with yourself, hearing kind of your feelings, being in tune with yourself without adding any kind of interpretation or getting caught up in it. So that's the thing. We always have all of these thoughts that happen. And so mindfulness is choosing to see the thought or hear it, you know, I mean, see it in your mind, or really kind of hear it happening in your head, and then choosing to come back and still choosing to be present. So I always think about It's like not taking the bait, really. So we have all of these thoughts. Uh, People give great descriptions. So, you know, you can think of it as a leaf blowing or you can think of it as a river flowing. And so these thoughts are continuous that happens in our head. And mindfulness is really choosing not to latch on to that leaf or that particular part in the river. It's really choosing to still just let it flow. Just as easy as it came into your head, allow it to go out of your head and choose to still focus in this moment. Okay, so you're going to be constantly, constantly tested in a way. And so when you take that bait and you get caught up or thinking about things that happened or, you know, what you need to do for the future, you know, the biggest thing with mindfulness is is be gentle with yourself. Okay, it happens to all of us, you know, people, I've been practicing for like over, over 10 years, and I continuously get caught up in a thought, you know, dialogue with myself. So it's choosing to be gentle and saying, okay, you know, I recognize that thought, and I'm going to bring it back. So I'm going to bring it back to this Present moment, choosing basically to not give any attention to those past or future thoughts or dialogue, instead, choosing to be here right now with my senses. Okay, so I mean like my taste, my sense of smell, you know, my sight, my hearing, touch. So, really choosing to be with my senses and my breath. Okay, so that's really the essence of mindfulness. So being in the moment, like I said, the chatter in the head, not giving that attention to really, not latching on and kind of attaching to that thought, choosing to let go, step back. Okay, maybe it's my breath that I'm going to focus on right now. I'm going to focus, as we did in the last episode, breathing in. But instead maybe of just breathing in for mindfulness, let's really focus on how that feels in your nostrils. Okay, how that feels in the back of your throat, how that feels, where did it go in your belly? Like we looked at last episode, you know, and then breathing out, how does that feel? Does it feel warm? You know, when you breathe out, where does it feel warm? And so you're bringing yourself, your mind, your presence back into this moment. And so like I said, you do it really through your senses. Those are your your key areas to really practice that mindfulness. You know, really be mindful of the thoughts that we're giving that attention to. So, you know, maybe I can choose to practice mindfulness with the taste, you know, so focusing on, okay, I'm, I'm drinking, I have a glass of water here. So I'll, I'll take a sip, you know, really focusing on how that hit my lip, you know, how that was a cold, refreshing feel, and then swallowing how that water kind of went to the back of my throat. And I can almost feel it if I pay enough attention, trickle down my throat. And so you can do this with food, you know, you can taste it, really taste the food. So hmm, what am I picking up here? And so what that's doing is it's practicing that muscle really of of being present. And so mindfulness is really taking that attention and that focus and choosing, and that choice is not always easy, but kind of putting your energy into this moment right here, right now, and essentially making that your focus. Making that the most important thing you're doing in that moment is being present, being mindful of how you are, how you're feeling, what you're seeing, what you're, like I said, tasting, hearing, touching. So all of those senses. I mentioned how it's really kind of that muscle and basically that mindfulness is to tame our wandering mind. And we all have it. So please, like this is not, don't beat yourself up. We all have that dialogue that goes on in the head. So it's really about essentially taking more control of it and taming it and allowing yourself to practice the gift of being present in this specific moment, in this very moment, you know, to be fully in the now. So that means not multitasking. It means I'm not trying to write notes. I'm not trying to answer an email as I vaguely listen. I'm not rushing. You know, it's about focusing and being here again right now, paying attention. You know, just like as I, as I just said, it can even be about following your breath. And so the reason that mindfulness and really focusing on that breath can really help is it's giving your brain a job, essentially. And that job is to stay present. You know, versus if you say, like, do this right now, you can pause me and practice it. Imagine if you said, okay, I just need to stop thinking. Like, stop right now. (laughs) And when you do that, it's actually really quite hard to just stop. So it's almost like we can We can get negative with ourselves. We can get forceful. Oh, I just need to stop thinking. And so, the more we kind of use that harsh energy, the less likely we're actually going to be able to be present and be able to let go. So, it's really about training your attention, building that muscle. I love it when people associate this as a muscle. It's like anything you want to get good at in life it's going to, you're going to start and it's going to be hard. (laughs) You're going to stumble, you're going to get frustrated. And then you breathe and you try it again. And the more you consciously put this time and energy into practicing mindfulness, into practicing being present, it gets a little easier. You know, it doesn't get automatic, (laughs) but it gets a little easier. And so the more effort, the more energy, just like anything else you put into it, the better you're actually going to get at it. You'll notice at times you, you maybe step back and you don't feel as good. And then you get gentle with yourself and you forgive yourself and you try it again and you show up again. So it's a beautiful, it's almost like a gift of, Patience to yourself, a gift of appreciation to yourself to just let go of everything else around you, every thought, everything that has to happen in the future, and just really focus on what you have right now in this moment. Because that's, you know, technically, that's all we really have is this moment. You know, no other moment is really guaranteed. So, really owning this moment and being in this moment, being nowhere else, being in the gift of now, being mindful. So Buddhist monks, um, they have, you know, so many books, so much research is beautiful to read, highly recommend it. Um, It's kind of my go to reading zone for sure, anything about Buddhism. Uh, But it really talks about how mindfulness is technically it can be a meditation process you know a, a practice that you use. So, you know, some people say, "Oh, meditation and it sounds so intimidating," which, you know, I, I mentioned a whole bunch. But mindfulness is a technique that you can actually use to meditate. And the reason that is is because you're being present, you're letting go of the attachment of thought and and you're being in the now, you're being in this moment. So, it can be seen as a meditation pro or a meditation practice. And they actually associate it with a path to enlightenment. You know, what is enlightenment? You know, I'm sure we'll touch on that in way more future episodes. Uh, But just considering, you know, maybe it's not enlightenment. Maybe it's just the here and the now, being present, feeling more joy in your life, feeling more happy, letting go of a little bit more stress, Um, you know, appreciating what's around you, the gifts Of yourself really and how far you've come and being really in the moment right now. So however you phrase it, it doesn't matter. But basically, the practice is just to be present. So you can see this any lens that you want to take with it, really, you can see it as a spiritual practice, sort of really nurture your soul and your spirit. Or you can see it as emotional practice to really practice being mindful of your emotions and helping get more control over how you show up you know, with your emotions, or it really can be a mental practice for you, trying to build that muscle in your mind, getting more control of your brain and your mind. And that will actually impact, you know, how you show up and interact in this world with yourself and with other people. Some of the impacts that kind of might want to motivate you to really show up and give this a go, is it really actually helps reduce stress and anxiety. So for myself, I can tell you I've suffered crippling anxiety. And really, if I want to be honest, it's what got me on the path that I am on. So about 11 years ago, never, ever had experienced anxiety before. It was totally foreign to me. But if I, if I look back, really, I'm sure it popped up in different places, but I, I didn't really know it. I didn't really name it. And so having to deal with anxiety, for me, it was about learning tools and learning ways to be able to move forward and manage that. And mindfulness, meditation, whatever you want to phrase, is a huge, it was a huge gift for me. So it was something that I could use to really manage myself and really take control over what I felt I didn't have control over. So it was a huge, huge game changer for me. So it really helps reduce that stress. So if you're having that stressful life, or hey, let's be honest, we all have stress. Uh, So how maybe in a moment you're going through a whole bunch of stress or maybe, you know, future stress that is going to pop up. It's having a tool to be able to really practice and kind of take control over yourself and show up for yourself, have something in your tool belt to be able to go back on. So really helps, like I said, reduce stress and anxiety. It's a huge tool for that. Highly um, acknowledged out in the world. So Googling it, I'm sure you'll get lots of resources as well, just talking about how it actually reduces the science behind and all that fantastic stuff. But it also helps you slow down and really appreciate the moment. So, you know, like we honestly, we don't know how long we have or what the next moment really technically brings. So choosing to gift ourselves and each other with being present and slowing down and being in that moment. You know, that's such a gift that we offer or we can offer to ourselves and each other, like I said. So really, the next piece would be slowing down your mind. So sometimes I don't know about you, but if you, you just get tired from all the thinking. And so just really being able to slow down the moment and and be in the moment and really slow down that noise in your mind, it really allows more focus, more clarity, more opportunity for insight with yourself. Uh, Another thing allows you to really accept and be aware of your emotions instead of just kind of acting that reactionary state, that more animalistic state that we all have in us. So it really allows us to kind of Step back when we're being mindful, when we're practicing this mindfulness, being in the moment, we're less likely to show up in a reactionary mode because you're you're very aware. You notice, oh wow, I'm starting to get really tense here. You know, I'm starting to sweat in my palms. Oh, I notice my heart's beating really fast. And so you're way more aware versus let's say i i don't take the time and i don't consider what i'm feeling what's happening with my body and maybe you know somebody says something that just triggers me and doesn't sit right with me sometimes i can blow right you know like as people we just react and so mindfulness really kind of helps you refrain from that and really kind of acknowledge what's happening inside yourself as opposed to, like I mentioned, being kind of more that animalistic version of ourselves. It also, last thing I'll say for impact-wise is it actually really helps improve our intention. So being attentive to each other, you know, what people are saying, be attentive in the moment, being attentive in that conversation, and also when we're doing things, you know, being really attentive to the project, to the task that we're currently doing. You know, whether it's making supper or whatever, just being, you know, really improves, allows, sorry, really improves our attention and it also improves our memory. So just think when you're slowing down your brain, when you're slowing down that thought process, you're actually taking it in because you're so in that moment. You're so present. You're so mindful of what's happening that it's actually able new to take in and process that information with, like I said, that more more clarity. So beautiful opportunities here to really encourage you to hopefully show up and consider, hey, why not? (laughs) Why not try out mindfulness and see what it's all about? Okay, so we looked at mindfulness, what it is, what are some of the impacts, if we show up and do this, what's going to happen, what's going to really, basically, what's the reward in life by being mindful. And so now let's look at the, the do's, okay, basically the practices, what can I do to really show up and practice this mindfulness that I'm talking about? So there's a whole bunch of different options, you can actually do it every moment, (laughs) Uh, with every action that you're doing it's just about really being present in that moment and doing that one thing versus really getting caught up and chasing our tail really with the with the different thoughts that really pop into our head and then kind of it's almost like you can think of it as squirrel like squirrel moments ever you know be cleaning something up and then you know end up going in maybe a certain room and see something and get totally distracted and then think, oh, what was I doing? Or, you know, maybe um, waiting for an appointment or something and you pick up your phone and you just go down this wormhole and, and not be, you're like, where was I going with that? Or what was I doing? You know, so you can do this mindfulness technique and practice basically in every single action that you do. But some of the big ones that really pop up for me are mindfulness walking. So really being present as you walk taking in you know once again your senses what am I seeing here like what what is you know look at the clouds look at the trees just really taking in the beauty or what's around you maybe it's the sounds what am I hearing you know is it is it a brook nearby is it traffic nearby is it a bird what is it and then you know those are some of the things you can really do being mindful as you walk, really watching your step, almost. How many steps am I taking? What does it feel like as I'm walking? So really practicing, bringing our mind into our body and uniting that. It's beautiful. Uh, so Thich Nhat Hanh is probably one of the the biggest influencers. I would say that I have read with mindfulness. You know, it's funny. I've done so many other readings. And it's only, like, within this last year that Thich Nhat Hanh has really, or actually 2020, that Thich Nhat Hanh has came up in my life. You know, I've read many other, you know, philosophers or writers or, you know, spiritual teachers' works about mindfulness, and it, it served its purpose because it's brought me here. But I found when I came across, when I was gifted <laughs> with um, kind of the information behind Thich Nhat Hanh, and all of his books, I was just so blown away. You know, he takes this, what sometimes can get blown up into this process that we don't even feel that we can do. And he just brings the simpleness back and just so powerful. So I'm gonna, I'll end the session by coming back to this. And I'll actually read you a passage from one of his books. And it's really about the practice of mindful walking, and he walks through that. So I'll do that at the end. But besides that, some other things you can do is, you know, eating, as I mentioned, as I was trying to explain the mindfulness technique, you can focus on that senses piece, what does it smell like? uh, What does it taste like? Or another mindfulness technique you can do while you're eating is really considering where did this food come from? You know, how many people had to do their job so that I can eat this piece of food. So really kind of almost bringing a little bit of gratitude to how much went into the effort of your meal in front of you and really just appreciating that. So it's another thing. You know, if you want to use the senses piece of that mindfulness, it's, you know, the the smell, the taste, letting the, sounds funny, but the juices in your mouth, the salvation kind of go when you when you're smelling your food as opposed to just gobbling it up. Really kind of chewing it, you know, chewing it overly chewing it, like just like stopping for a sec, as opposed to just consuming chewing a piece of food and and chewing it 20 times and really focusing on the texture and the tastes that are coming up for you and then swallowing it. So so much you can do with the eating for sure. It also allows us to not really overeat and be more mindful and in tune with our bodies as we eat. So it's a beautiful mindfulness technique as well as another simple one I always kind of joke about meditating as I brush my teeth and it's basically I'm I'm being mindful as I brush my teeth you know how does the toothpaste taste you know where is the toothbrush in my mouth am I focusing on each tooth so essentially just really bringing your mind to whatever you're doing you know petting an animal you know how many times are you you petting your animal and you can get lost in it if you focus in it So how does their fur feel? You know, when you scratch their chin, what's their look? Uh, Are they purring if it's a cat or if it's a dog? You know, like, are they cuddling up to you? How does that feel? So really being in that moment. Body sensations is another big one with mindfulness is focusing on, okay, I'm going to focus on the top of my head. How does the top of my head feel? Okay, next up, I'm going to focus on my eyes. I'm going to move it on down to my eyes. How does that feel? You know, what's happening? Do I feel any sensations there? Bringing it down to my nose, my sinuses. Is there anything coming up for me here? You know, really focusing, taking a breath in, feeling it and then breathing out and then focusing on my mouth. And so really working through each part of your body from head to toe or from toe to head and just concentrating on each area as you go through it. Notice you'll thoughts will pop up, as I mentioned, those leaves or that water will will show up. And so it's about acknowledging and and just letting go and choosing not to allow your brain to take that thought and go off on it. Instead to acknowledge and see that thought and then choose to come back. Okay, no, I'm gonna bring myself back now to my breath or I'm gonna bring myself back. Maybe I was focusing on sensations. So how does my hands feel? Okay, really focusing on the tips of my fingers, rubbing the fingers together. How does that feel? When I, when I rub my fingers together, noticing the heat that might come up or the sensations in the palm of my hands that might pop up. So once again, just practicing that muscle, building that muscle in your brain of bringing yourself back. So I know all of the last episode, we really focused on breathing, so I won't go too much into that or I won't repeat myself here, but the breath is a huge one to be mindful, okay? So just know you always have that with you to be able to help with that mindfulness. So, you know, in times of anxiety attacks or panic attacks, being able to breathe and just be mindful of our breath, you know, people always look for this quick fix with that anxiety attack and this is it you know it's the breath it's bringing it back and I understand if I'm saying this and you know if you suffer anxiety and you're getting frustrated with it I was too (laughs) when people used to say that to me and I promise you it is the gift of if you practice it yourself this is the thing that gets you to the next moment that helps you get outside your head and go back to living, go back to being present. And so, yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing I can say about that is even your breath, that that's with you. Like I said, every day, every moment of day, can be that remedy for your anxiety attacks. So really, you know, almost picturing scissors and, and just cutting the th- ties to that thought that's coming up. You know, you can. So let's just walk through, you know, I, I can be anxious. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. I, I I don't want to go outside. I Oh, my God, my heart's beating. You know, you can really, you work yourself up. And so going, no, okay, my focus right now is just this breath. I'm going to focus taking in this breath. And I'm going to breathe into my nose. And that's my main, you know, that's where I'm putting all my energy right now is I am just going to focus breathing in through my nose. And so moment by moment, second by second, really, is the more that you can stay in that present moment, be mindful of that moment, the more you actually detach from that kind of spinning dialogue or, you know, the, the multiple thoughts, the business that can exist. You know, so it's so much power just by being And I don't want to say just, but by practicing, practicing that beautiful word of practicing, bringing yourself back to the moment, being in the here, in the now, in this second with you as I talk to you or as you listen. So such a gift. Uh, The last practice that I'll mention is, you know, that hearing piece. So really... Being able to allow distractions to be a gift. This is funny. This is only a recent one that's popping up for me, and it came up in Thich Nhat a lot of his books, so many books. So, what a gift to the world that is. Uh, but if you do stumble across and want to read some of his stuff, he talks a lot about allowing the distractions to be that gift. So, being mindful of it. Let's say I'm in traffic and I have a red light. As opposed to like, oh, I'm going to, going to be late. I need, I need to move. I need to move. Instead being like, oh, wow. Thank you, universe. Thank you moment to remind me that I can be present right now. What a gift this is. You know, when our phone buzzes off for the alarm or a text message or a ping if you're working, you know, oh, thank you for this, this present You know, this this source to help bring me back to this present moment. So seeing those as a gift, those red traffic lights, those alarm clocks, whatever it is, cat meowing or dog barking or noises as you're out trying to be mindful, walking, other people talking, you know, how we choose to look at that, that's in our control. So am I going, oh, what a distraction? I need it quiet. Or am I going up? Thanks for the thanks for the acknowledgement that I'm here right now in this present moment. So how we look at that I think is a another beautiful concept that being mindful and practicing mindfulness can really bring and help influence our life. Now, as I promised, I will read a verse or it's actually a couple of pages. From Thich Nhat Han, one of his books, and it's actually the Art of Living, which I found just such a beautiful writing. Uh, but here's a here's a piece that he refers to as the practice, the art of walking. Okay, so Tikkun Han. Um, so here it is. So you may like to apply the practice of mindful walking wherever you go, in the city or in the park, going to work or going shopping at the airport or by the bank of a river. Nobody needs to know you are practicing walking meditation. You walk naturally and really at ease. I suggest you choose a short distance that you walk every day, perhaps from the parking lot to the office, or from your home to the bus stop. It doesn't take long to master walking meditation. We can feel the benefits right away. A single step is enough To touch peace and freedom. Walking meditation is linked to the practice of mindful breathing. When you walk, you coordinate your breath with your steps. Relax your body and let go of any thinking about the past and the future. And bring your mind back to the present moment. Feel the contact with the ground. As you breathe in. Notice the number of steps you are making while breathing in. As you breathe out, notice the number of steps that you are making while you breathe out. Allow your breathing to be mindful, to be natural, and simply pay attention to how many steps you take as you breathe in and out. After a while, you notice there is a rhythm, a coordination. Between your breathing and your steps, it's like music. Concentrating 100% on your breath liberates us. We become a free person in just a few seconds, free to transform the habits of our ancestors. When you practice mindful walking, you walk with your body and your mind together. You should really be there, fully present in every step. I am here. I am really here. You might like to try to slow walk. If you're alone, it can be as slow as you want. When you breathe in, just take one step. And when you breathe out, just take one step. While breathing in, you might like to say, I have arrived. While breathing out, you can say, I am home. It means I have arrived in the present moment, in the here and the now. This is not a declaration, it's a realization. You have to really arrive. Every step helps you stop running, not only your body, but also the running of your mind. With walking meditation, you recognize your habit of running, so you can gradually transform it. And so the last thing I'll leave you with from his book, I just think it's so, so powerful, but is the quote that he says for the mindful walking. Okay, so essentially it's succeeding with being present every single step. So his quote is, I have arrived, I am home. Means I don't want to run anymore. I've been running all of my life, and I have arrived nowhere. Now I want to stop. My destination is here and now, the only time and place where true life is possible. So I'll leave it there. It's really hard for me because I am very much drawn uh, to his work and his teachings. I just think it's absolutely beautiful and and so brilliantly put. But yeah, I just thought that. That nice concept, or somebody else's words. Uh, hopefully, maybe something else resonates with you uh, for the mindful walking. So, as I said, Thich Nhat, huge, huge fan uh, of his teaching and his work, and how it can really influence us to be mindful, to practice being kind of in that present moment. So, guys, that's a wrap for mindfulness. Okay, so as I mentioned, it can really be a spiritual process, it can be an emotional process process a growth process or even that mental practice for you whatever that motivation is behind it it's something I really truly encourage you know bringing joy more joy to your life practicing and appreciating the gift the moment that you have right now so too much in our lives just fly by like it just flies I don't know about you but I feel like it picks up speed but those moments that maybe we don't savor as much as we could. So each moment, moments that maybe in some point in our lives, we might really wish we had back, okay? So instead of that regret, because we want to be present. (laughs) So I really, it's just about trying instead to be focused, to be mindful in this moment that we have with each other, you know, with ourselves, this gift that really, if we're, if we're really looking at it, not everybody is lucky enough to have. So taking a deep breath, noticing how you feel, taking that in, taking in what you see and what you choose to really stay present in this moment moment together as long as we can. Savoring really every second that we're lucky enough to really have and appreciating it for those that can't. And guys, what a beautiful gift it is to yourself, really, this practice of mindfulness and being present and being in the moment. And what a gift it is to everybody who will be around you. So all of your relationships, whether it's just a a quick, short interaction, or whether it's a long, invested relationship, they benefit from you being present, from really giving the gift of you being in that moment with them. Don't ever forget that. Quick reminder, as you guys know, this podcast is totally free. So one of the things that I love to do as a hobby of mine, is really share ideas and the tools to anybody else on their own journey of a happier life or a more fulfilling life, a more present life. So here's my ask, okay? I'm putting my time and energy into really passing on what I feel has has worked for me and that's helped me get to my beautiful life that I have. And I know I've showed up for that. And it's a It's a result of what I've put in, but I didn't get here alone. Like it's all of these practices that I'm trying to bring to you and I'm trying to hold space and encourage so that you can find your own recipe because nobody, nobody has the recipe for you. You have to find it, but hearing tools that have worked for other people can really help you find your own path. So my ask is if something's helped you share it you know share it with somebody you never know who might really benefit and help and feel encouraged by it you know so just share so share the information that that fits and resonates for you pass that on okay gift each other with it, it doesn't have to be for me maybe it's something that i mentioned that brought you to a different source share that you know share the good share the things that's working So that we can really help each other out. So another way to really get this information out there is you could take a moment and you can rate the show, (laughs) leave a review, you know, guys, personally, I always want to hear from you. So the messages I get, I always cherish. Um, But it also the more reviews, the more ratings of the show, the more it actually starts to populate on people's feet. So it's another way we can get it out there. Guys, living a happy life, we all know, living that happier, healthier life, it's not the easier route, for sure. So more, the more that we can really get this information and support each other on our journeys, the more likely we are as a collective to really succeed. So I'm wishing each of you an absolutely wonderful day, a mindful day, a present day, a loving in the moment kind of day. And just always remember, make yourself a priority. Empower yourself.